And a very warm welcome, dear listener. How the devil are you? It's Thursday, it's eight o'clock. It must be Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio. I hope you've had a great day. I've had an interesting one. Um, I won't bore you with the details. <laughs> no, I definitely won't. Anyway, uh, where are we? Oh, yeah. Wasn't that a strange piece of music there? Well, first of all, thank you to the lovely Gavin for his two years of cowboy music. But um, two years? No, it felt like two years. Oops, Freudian slip. <laughs> Not two years, two hours. I'm so glad he's popped out of the studio to make me a cup of tea. So uh, it wasn't two years of uh, your show, Gavin. It was just the two hours. To some reason, to some listeners, maybe it felt like two years. No, I didn't. I didn't mean that. That was just me being silly. Anyway, where were we? Um, for the last two hours of the cowboy show, and how strange that Dolly Parton should. Um, should do a version of We Will Rock You by Queen. That is just bizarre, isn't it? I mean, I love Queen. I like Dolly Parton. I'm not sure that's a great mix, but I mean, it's only my opinion. And then it occurred to me, she's a pretty feisty woman, isn't she? Oh, she is. And here's another one. Well, what do we think of that then? That was Carmen. I told you, one feisty woman to another. 
And that was the Aragonez from Suite Number One, Bizo, of course. And Anthony Bramwell was conducting the Slovak Philharmonic Orchestra. So I haven't got much of a voice this evening. <laughs> what do you mean you're happy about that? How dare you? How very dare you? <laughs> Seriously, my voice is going a bit. It's, I've done a lot of talking today. Um, I've, been, I've been working. I had lots of had to lots of clients in, and uh, oh, I, I love my job. But, um, but I think I think I overdid it today. So my voice is coming and going. So if I ever go to a squeak, it, it is still me. <laughs> honest so uh something that did render me speechless i have to say uh later on this afternoon was when i left the office at about half past four i stepped outside and it was my goodness what is that shiny object in the sky <laughs> we've actually got a bit of sunshine don't don't shout about it because i don't think it's gonna last too long but uh how lovely after a bleak and miserable july to have some sun at last and uh because i was just you know i don't mind it being dark and wet and miserable i really don't mind it. i don't mind the the, the the rain coming in sideways i don't mind that in november it's august please people can we have yes we have got a bit of sunshine and just in time for all those lovely folk people turning up in sidmouth for the annual folk festival so if you're listening to my happy classic show you are very welcome uh, because you've got plenty of time to listen to folk music in the week so you can listen to me now can't you <laughs> not that i'm being demanding or anything oh i'll tell you what i'm just going to shut up and play some Vorjak.
loud start, loud finish there from the wonderful Borjak. That was one of his Slavonic dances, but I'm sure you knew that. Of course you did. And it was the number one. He wrote eight of them, you know. And that was the number one in C major. And, uh, we do like to keep it a bit loud and live at the beginning of the, um, the beginning of the show. The Royal Philharmonic Orchestra there working their little socks off. And Douglas Bostock was waving the baton. Good for him. What have we got now? I've, I always say this whenever, whenever I play a piece of violin music, I go, it's not my favourite instrument. And then I play some violin music and go, wasn't that great? <laughs> so talk about a person of contradictions. And you can say that us women are f- fickle. They do say that, don't they? Um, La Donna Immobile. Da, 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 da. You know the one I mean. And I often say when I play that one, yes, we're not, we're not fickle. We just, we just like to change our minds when the, when the facts change. <laughs> Or like me, I just changed my mind because the, the wind's changed as well. So uh, hey ho, where are we now? Um, yes, 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 yes. Violin. I'll get. I'll get to the point in a minute. I'm just. I'm just going a bit off piece. I'll. I'll get my act together in a moment. Yes, the Brahms. Brahms Violin Concerto in D Major. I think I have played this one once or twice before, but it's been a while. So let's enjoy it now, shall we? I think it's the New York Phil that I'm playing. Oh yes, it is.
of marvellous stuff there. Kurt Masur was conducting the New York Phil, as mentioned before that track, and and Sophie Mutter was wielding her bow magnificently, wasn't she? So Brahms had never written a violin concerto before and uh, was a bit concerned about how good it was going to be. So he had a, he had a big friend, a big buddy, Joseph Joachim, who was a virtuoso violinist. And so Brahms said to him, if I write this, will you give me a hand here? <laughs> Can you help me out? And so he had, he gave, he gave Joseph the first draft. And, and these were the words he wrote when he, uh, when he passed over the, the script. He said, um, please make corrections and not to have any scruples, neither a respect for music that is too good, nor the excuse that the score is not worth the trouble. And uh, I think um, looking at this from my notes, uh, Joseph found it quite manageable, but he replied, whether it can all be played in a hot concert hall, I cannot say before I've played it straight through. Anyway, they, they spent some time on it and it went back and forth. And uh, and it was it was really quite well, well coolly received at first. But after several plays, once Joachim got into it, um, Brahms actually wrote, Joachim played my piece better at each rehearsal and the condenser sounded so beautiful at the actual concert that the audience applauded into the start of the coda. So there you go. That was well received. And I hope that was well received by you this evening. So here we are already 20 minutes into the program and I have not yet said to you, please, 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 if you would like, you don't have to, it's not compulsory, but please, if you'd like to get in touch, do. You can text me 07565825041 or email me at studio at sivvalleyradio.co.uk or go back to the website you found me on, <laughs> click on the little box, type in your message and it'll pop up on my screen here. And, uh, and I shall have a little peruse and I shall say hello. And if there's anything you want me to play, please let me know and I will see if I can squeeze it in. I'm more than happy to pull out one of mine for a favourite of yours. Ah, now this is a great piece of music. Get that rose between your teeth.
I really hope that you had that rose between your teeth and you were strutting around your kitchen doing the libertango, of course. After Piazzolla's fantastic piece of music. I love that one. Of course I do. And, and, and I know you do as well. That was Fianola Hunt. And she was um, conducting the RTE concert orchestra as well as playing the violin. She's just that good. So I used to do ballroom dancing years ago, but I never, ever did the tango. Never got around to doing that. I think it's because it was a Catholic thing and I was brought up a Catholic. I, I, I don't have much in the way of faith now. I do have a faith, but I think it's my own. <laughs> But um, I think because of that, we weren't allowed to do the tango because it was probably just a bit too naughty. I don't know. I'm just, I'm guessing. I'm just guessing. But I was quite good at the quick step and also quite good at the Latin American stuff. I was pretty good with the cha-cha-cha and the rumba and the samba. And not too bad at all with, um, did I say waltz? Done a waltz, done a quick step. Yeah, I was all right with those. And uh, it would be something that I wouldn't mind doing now if only I had the time. But unfortunately, <laughs> when I look at my diary and people say to me, well, are you, are you free on whatever night? Well, I've got, I'm, I'm out that night. I'm doing that night. No, no, no. Do me show on a Thursday. But it's like, it's like trying to, it's trying to get an audience with the Pope at the moment, <laughs> trying to fit me, trying to get fitted into my diary. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of life going on, which is not a bad thing. You don't want to be sitting there looking out the window, wishing that somebody would ring you up and ask you out for a cup of tea or something, because if you're busy, it's all good. So talking of busy, this is something I did uh, because you've got to pack your diary through to full of stuff, don't you? And this is what, something I did a couple of months ago now and I did wax lyrical about it at the time and I haven't played any of it since. What am I talking about? The Armed Man, of course. And um, I think Carl Jenkins is a wonderful contemporary composer and I particularly like The Armed Man. There's a bit of it's a bit grim. I don't play the grim bits because this is, of course, Happy Classics here on Sid Valley Radio every Thursday between 8 and 10. But here is the Sanctus from um, The Armed Man, a masterpiece, and Carl Jenkins himself is conducting the London Philharmonic Orchestra. Thank you. 
Oh, great stuff there from Carl Jenkins. I didn't give the National Youth Orchestra, of, no, Youth Choir, sorry, of Great Britain a mention at the beginning of that. And of course, they were the ones that were doing a fantastic job of singing that amazing piece of music. One of my favourites. Something from the movies now, and I think I've got another track for the movies a bit later on. Yes, it, dep- it depends on how much chat I do. <laughs> You know what I'm like. I just cram the show with like tons of music and then I'll get halfway through and think, oh, I've got time for it all. And, and I know when, when I listen to Gavin, because I'm sometimes, well, I'm quite often in the studio for the last half an hour of his show. Um, and he will, he will fade things out and cut them down. I really don't like doing that. And I do sometimes fade out the last piece of music, but I really don't like doing it. So, um, so I might have to, but I, I generally have to rip out a few pieces that I've crammed in there because I just do too much chatting. Well, is there such a thing as too much chatting? Let me know if you think there is and I shall shut up and, and just play more music. <laughs> anyway, as I said before we started this little riff, something from the movies. So um, I like my fantasy and I, I've, I've seen this film, but it was that long ago. I, I can't remember too much of what happens, although it, it is, there is an iconic picture of this movie, isn't, isn't there? I'll explain what it is in a minute. The one thing that I do remember from it is that you'd never see an adult's face. And it's E.T., of course. And they've caught this little creature, haven't they? They found this little, this little alien. And of course, the, the authorities, the, the people, you know, in authority are, are trying to get their hands on E.T. And what you see always is this, um, this waste shot of a man with a bunch of keys. And I think that is more terrifying, seeing someone with a bunch of keys and not seeing their face through the whole film. I think that was a great bit of uh, cinematography, whatever it is. Whoever came up with that idea, that was a really good way of scaring the living daylights out of people without, actually, without anything really horrible going on, because it's just so sinister, isn't it? Anyway, the music most certainly is not sinister. And there's that lovely picture, isn't there, of Elliot with his bike and uh, E.T. in the basket in the front up against the moon, silhouetted against the moon. And you can't hear this piece of music and not think of that.
makes you feel like flying. And that was indeed the flying theme from E.T. John Williams, the composer himself, was conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. Gotta love a bit of John Williams. What have we got now? Oh, Beethoven's Fifth. No, 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 no. Not that one, because I played that. Was it last week or the week before? Da, 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 da. Not that one. No, 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 no. Because he did more than one fifth, you know. <laughs> he did, uh, this is his fifth um, piano concerto. Oh, it's great piece of music and uh, it's not my favorite movement from it but it's still a great piece of music i love the one uh, the second movement which i think is just absolutely so beautiful brings tears to your eyes and i sometimes play that on happy classics (laughs) so how do you play a sad piece of music on happy classics it's emotional right it's it's an emotional thing (laughs) anyway it was it's known as the emperor and marizio polini yes he's italian is going to play the third movement from Beethoven's Piano Concerto Number no. 5 in E-flat major, The Emperor. And of course, this is the first of our Holy Trinity. Thank you. 
He deserves that applause, doesn't he, old Maurizio? That was just fantastic performance. And the Berlin Philharmonic under the baton of Claudio Abado will backing him up. What a fantastic track that is. I love that piece of music. Well, of course I do. I love them all. <laughs> I say that about every piece of music I play. And people say, Denise, you just keep saying you like everything. Well, I do. That was the first of our Holy Trinity, Beethoven. And for those of you that think you've just tuned into a religious radio show, you have not. I have my Holy Trinity every week. Uh, Beethoven's one, Bach is the other, and uh, another, sorry, and Mozart is the third. And let's go straight in to our second Holy Trinity member, and we'll go for Bach, shall we? Let's do that. And um, he wrote some, the boss is looking at me like I've got two heads. Uh, he, wrote, he wrote a suite of Brandenburg concertos. This is number three, the first movement of it. Thank you. 
I like them all, I always say, but do you find yourself sort of, sort of swaying gently from side to side? And you, and you sort of going from side to side. <laughs> I do. I find myself doing that. Well, you can't help it, can you? The Berlin Phil there under Herbert von Karajan. So just a spark for you, isn't it? He just make you move in that little gentle, gently swaying way. <laughs> a lot of music does that, doesn't it? It's very difficult, isn't it? If you are a music lover to, um, to not, let music move you. It's quite interesting because I was saying when we heard that bit of Beethoven's fifth, fifth piano concerto, not fifth symphony. And, um, the bosses in the studio goes, and I said, wow, that's a great piece of music. He goes, it's doing nothing for me. He says, it does nothing. That piece of music does nothing for me. He says, in fact, it, it, it's not that it doesn't do anything for me. It just makes me go, grrr. And, yeah, and that's interesting, isn't it? Because two people can hear the same piece of music and, um, and get, different you know it brings up different things them doesn't it sometimes music puts you in a place doesn't it where you heard it or you were with someone and it's got that thing so um but yeah interesting so the boss is not very keen on the emperor and i rather like it it's a good job we're not all the same otherwise we'd all be playing the same music and talking about all playing the same music well, this is my little show on a Thursday night, but of course we've got loads of others. So Gavin does about 50,000 a week. Um, he does his listener's choice and he does his chart show at the weekend. He does his cowboy show before mine on a Thursday plus others. So he's always busy. We've got our folkies. He'll be very busy on Monday. 
because of course it is Sidmouth Folk Week. So our little folky guys on a Monday night will be doing all sorts of stuff. And we've got April does her high energy dance show on a Friday. Don't know how she does it. She's like Tigger on speed, that girly. She's amazing. And, and anybody else, well, go and have a look at what we've got. And if you like it, but you haven't got that opportunity in your diary to listen to it when it goes out, you can download the podcasts. In fact, download this podcast and take me around with you. I'm very happy to see the sites. <laughs> I'm not a great traveller, I have to say, but I'm very happy to be in your pocket and go wherever you like and you can show me what's going on. And uh, and you can do that with all of us. We can, you can fit an entire team of people in your pocket. Why wouldn't you want to do that? So yeah, the boss works very hard downloading all our shows to podcasts so that you can enjoy them at any time. So what have we got now that, ah, oh, yes, um, we've got a bit of Tchaikovsky. And this is an interesting story, isn't it? Eugene and Egan. And it's, it's a, this is scene one, the polonaise from that. I can't think of polonaise without thinking of polony, which is a sort of sausage, isn't it? Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> I, am, I am on one tonight. And I did say earlier on the show that I didn't have much of a voice, but uh, you'd think I'd be quiet, wouldn't you? But none of it. So Eugene and Egan, the story of the man that didn't get the girl, because when she had a thing for him, he thought she wasn't good enough for him. So he sort of, you know... She, he sort of off you go love you know you're not for me and then she goes off and she turns into a beautiful woman it's a, it's a real uh, sort of swan story isn't it the the ugly duckling story and of course she turns back up in his life this wonderful accomplished gorgeous woman and of course he falls for her and she's like nah <laughs> sorry sorry guy you had your chance <laughs> which you have to say you know if you can't see the the diamond in the rough, then don't even bother. So that's just me being horrible. But anyway, Eugene and Egan didn't get the girl, but never mind. Still some great music in that particular opera. Thank you. 
I nearly crashed that last chord then. <laughs> Sorry about that. I took a breath. I was about to say, wasn't that marvellous? But uh, And then he did the final chord. So it was a good job I was breathing in at the time. The Orchestra de Paris under Semyon Bikoff was con- was playing the... Well, he was conducting. They were all playing the Eugene Onegin. Scene one, the Polonaise by the wonderful Tchaikovsky. Well, we're nowhere near fireworks night, but here we go. <laughs> I've got some music for the Royal Fireworks regardless because, you know, there's going to be fireworks this coming Friday, of course, because on Friday night at the the last evening of the um, Folk Festival, they do have a firework display. So if you are in Sidmouth, you can enjoy that. If you're not in Sidmouth, why aren't you? Um, you can, now that I've given you notice, you've got plenty of time to rearrange your week to get down to Sidmouth for Friday night next week to watch the fireworks, even if you can't get down to watch any of the rest of the Folk Festival. But there's all sorts going on in town and on the seafront and everywhere else. So... Do, 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 if you are in the environment, or if you're thinking, what can I do this weekend? Come and have a visit. It's lovely. Anyway, I'm just looking at this. Music of the Royal Fireworks. Here is the beret. For shame, they haven't said who the orchestra is because they've said it's Jordi Saval, but he's Spanish. So I wonder if it's Jordi Saval. Could be, but it doesn't say which orchestra it is, which is a real shame. So I'm going to say it's the Academy of St. Martin in the Field. Should we say them? Or the English Concert. Trevor Pinnacle is the, normally does them, doesn't he? Normally conducts the, the, the English Concert. Not the English Concert Orchestra, just the English Concert. And he does that kind of music, or the English Concert do that kind of music. So pick your own orchestra. You can choose whichever one you like. It could be anything, couldn't it, really? What have we got now? Ah, we've got Heinz Holliger. He's always pretty good on the woodwind, for sure.
It's a lovely bit of Schubert, isn't it? I do love Schubert. I just think so, so underrated. And we have Mendelssohn to thank for most of Schubert's music because uh, very little of it was published in his life. And it was only when when Mendelssohn went to visit Schubert's brother, Franz Schubert's brother, that um, he said, look at all this stuff that my brother wrote. And Mendelssohn thought, wow, this is great. And he got it out there. That was the Kammer Orchestra Basel under the wonderful Heinz Holliger, normally he of the oboe, and he was probably playing it there and conducting the orchestra at the same time. So that was his symphony number two in B-flat major. I think I played some of his fifth last week, and I love that. Did I play it last week? I can't remember. I know I've played some of it recently, but his fifth is my favourite. In fact, the fifth might be a bit that I've, I'm going to break some bad news to you now, and I don't want you to cry or anything. But next week I won't be here on Thursday, so I have to, I've already recorded a lovely show. And this is what I'm thinking. Maybe I've recorded the fifth in that show. I can't remember because I've been asleep since then. Anyway, uh, I won't be here, but I will be, if you, if you know what I mean. Um, I've recorded a lovely show for you, so you won't miss out. And the boss is going to line it all up. So I won't be saying to you, please dial in and say hello, because you can do, but I won't be able to say to see it. But never mind. I'm sure you'll have a lovely time, even without me here. So we've got now, uh, yes, we've got Carnival of the Animals. <laughs> Sounds song. I love this piece of music. It's such, it's, this is the shortest piece of music on the show tonight. It's one minute and 19 seconds long. And this is where my little brain sort of melts because it's, um, it's the fossils. 
I'm thinking if it's, if it's carnival of animals, that, that's sort of um, in your head. A carnival is lots of activity and lively things, isn't it? But these are, are long dead, long dead animals. But we'll, we'll let him off because it's such a cute little piece of music. It's a cute little piece of music, isn't it? Barry Wordsworth there was conducting the London Symphony Orchestra. Doesn't say who the percussionist was doing the glockenspiel, but never mind, we can't have everything. Now, this is a piece of music I played on my very first show some almost six years ago. And gosh, it's, that doesn't time fly. I love coming up here on a Thursday night and playing some great music. I really hope you enjoy it as well. But this is so... oh. It's divine. It's another minuet. I think we've already played one, haven't we? Or was it a burr? I can't remember. Anyway, <laughs> I'm having a moment. This is one of those shows. I've, I've, I've been saying the last couple of weeks that things have been sort of hanging together quite well. And sometimes I'll say, I don't just throw these shows together, you know. But I think this one, that nothing's hanging together. It's just music that I like. So this has just been thrown in. Anyway, it's absolutely divine. It's a downland suite.
Oh, it's just, oh I've just crashed it. I'm so sorry. I crashed the last thing. I'm sure he won't mind. I'm sure, I'm sure John Ireland won't mind that I crashed the last chord there. I knew I was going to do that. Sorry about that. Richard Hickox was conducting the London of the City of London Symphonia with that gorgeous minuet from his Downland Suite. Just so beautiful. Piano music now. I'm looking at the end of the show. I've got half a dozen pieces. I think I've got at least three pieces of piano music in there. I always get a lot of piano at this end of the show. I don't know why that is. Anyway, this is um, this is a bit of Greek. I haven't played any Greek for ages. So um, here we go. Have a listen to this. Thank you. 
Oh, I didn't want to crash the last chord of that. Just beautiful. I just love the way it drifts away at the end there. Greek. He does some amazing music, didn't he? That was Howard Shelley playing the piano and conducting the Opera North Orchestra from the keyboard. He's just that good. So that was Piano Concerto in A Major, the second movement by Grieg. Just, oh, just fantastic. Our third and final member of our Holy Trinity. Now, we often get Mozart at this end of the show, don't we, when things start to get a bit quieter. And I rather like this piece of music because it reminds me of my very favourite piece of Mozart, which I'd play every week, but <laughs> maybe even I'd get a bit tired of it. But uh, his... Uh, his clarinet concerto in A, the second movement of that, is is just such a beautiful piece of music and it does bring tears to my eyes every time I hear it. Uh, I won't try and hum it to you now because, you know, it's the end of the day and my voice is disappearing, but it is gorgeous. But this one, maybe he just decided that he didn't, he was on an off day and he just sort of, he'd rip off some of the riffs from, from the clarinet concerto in A major because he wrote a clarinet quintet in A major, did Mozart. And the second movement of that is not dissimilar to the second movement of the clarinet concerto in A major. So let's have a listen. And if you know the piece of music I'm talking about, you'll know what I mean when you listen to this now.
It does sound like his clarinet concerto in A major, doesn't it? That was the larghetto from the clarinet quintet in A major. Our canto quartet was were playing it, even though it's a quintet, because George Vidman was the fifth member. Beautiful. My son likes this next one. <laughs> Richard, are you listening? But it's not the version that you like the best. This is Howard Goodall's um, psalm to uh, well, 2111. I don't know. I thought it was Psalm 38. The Lord is my shepherd. What do I know? It says Psalm 2111 here. But this is gorgeous. And we are not... Uh, we're not hearing the version that was on the um, the television program, uh, the Vicar of Dibley, which uh, Richard absolutely loves, and uh, it's, it is a very funny series. But we're not having that version. We've actually got Craig Ogden now. He of the wonderful, he's an exponent of uh, classic guitar, isn't he? Marvelous. Anyway, uh, the Howard Goodall Chamber Orchestra is going to be backing Craig Ogden, up, and I do believe that Howard himself is conducting the, a lot of them. With the Lord is my shepherd. you were singing along with that I was it's just such a lovely version isn't it of that psalm and isn't it great that we've got um, people like Craig Ogden and um, 
Milos Karadaglic, who are taking wonderful music, classical music, and you know, changing it for guitar, you know, scoring it for guitar. I think that's just so lovely. I think I played something by Milos last week. I can't remember. Or it might be in the show that I've recorded for next week. I'm losing track of time, I'm afraid. It's just, uh, there's a lot of life going on. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's so wonderful. And I've been playing a few tracks uh, in recent weeks of classical music that's been scored for different instruments. So if it was a, an oboe, I've been you know getting the cello out. Or if it was a cello piece of music, I've put it into piano and... Because it's amazing, and I've said it many a time, that if you get a good tune, it doesn't matter who's playing it. It's just a great piece of music, and it's just, it doesn't matter what instrument it is. The person's doing it right, they can have it. So what have we got coming up next? Oh, I'll just get my list up. Have a, I'm sorry about this. I've just been, I was just reading something in the, in the paper. I'm trying to catch up on my, uh, my reading and, um, sometimes I'll, I'll rattle through the paper and see, oh, there's an interesting thing that I can mention to my lovely listener. And then by the time the track's finished, I've moved on to the next piece. <laughs> sorry about that. There was something really interesting before, but it's completely slipped my mind what it was that I saw. So you'll have to forgive me. Ah, oh, dear, 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 I don't know. Elgar. Yeah, that's what, what that's what we're going to do. Elgar, Serenade for Strings. He did some great music, didn't he? And we always think Pomp and Circumstance, but he did some lovely quiet music as well.
that's gorgeous, isn't it? Owen Arwell Hughes, I hope I pronounced that right, was conducting the Wales Camerata because he hasn't spelled Owen the right, but the way that I would, I think it's spelled, I think it's Owen, O-W-A-I-N, Owen. I'm not very good with Welsh. I should be really, shouldn't I? Because um, when I was a small child in Liverpool, we had, used to have the occasional day out to Langochlan or to Bettersea Coed or to Rill, which is not that far, sort of North Wales coast. It's only through the one of the Mersey tunnels, and there you are. So I should know better, but uh, my apologies if, uh, if I not pronounce that right. Owen Arwell Hughes. But at Debussy now, and um, Lang Lang's going to play this for us because he's just he's such a fantastic exponent of the piano. And this is from his album called Piano Book, which is interesting. And this is Debussy's Reverie. So it's a dream. So it's probably about the right thing for this time of the night, don't you think?
You've just got to let that last chord just melt into your head, don't you? Just gorgeous. Maybe I should have played that one last, actually, because now I've got another piece of piano music and it's a tiny bit louder than that. It's still not uh, particularly loud, not for this time of the night. But it is the last piece of music on the show this evening and it is Winds of Change by Oliver Davis, a lovely contemporary composer. And uh, the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra are going to be conducted by him. So it just remains for me to say, I hope you have a lovely folk week of your here in Sidmouth. And um, I won't be here next Thursday, but I will be in, in, in recorded form. Please enjoy that show. And I look forward to your company, real life company, in two weeks time. Until then, take care and thanks for joining me.